0: Get details on what's included and sign up for the next cycle at summerininen.com forward slash you on fire. I'd love to have you in that group. This is Eat the Rules
1: This is episode 213, and I'm back with another segment of the Body Image series. In this episode, I'm going into a bit of a rant about the mainstream messages around loving your body and body positivity, and then a deep dive into what we might really want and mean when we talk about loving our body you can find all the links and resources mentioned at summer forward slash two one three. First, I want to give a shout out to nm7301 who left this awesome review. I recently discovered your podcast and have not been able to stop listening. I can hardly wait to go back and listen to all your previous episodes. I appreciate your sense of humor and I find myself laughing out loud frequently. Thank you for the important work you are doing to break the chains of diet culture that binds so many of us. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you appreciate my sense of humor. That means a lot to me because I think I'm kind of funny. So that's great (laughs) to be validated. If you haven't already done so, you can leave a review by going to iTunes, search for Eat the Rules, then click Ratings and Reviews and click to leave a review. You can also help me out by subscribing to the show via whatever platform you use to listen to this show. And if you haven't already done so, grab the free 10-day body confidence makeover at summerinandend.com forward slash freebies with 10 steps to take right now to feel better in your body. If you don't know how to spell my name, that's okay. You can go to the thebodyimagecoach.com and that will redirect you to my page where you can find everything that I talk about here. It's the new year. It's 2022 how's everybody feeling? What are your feelings on this? I'm so curious. I'm recording this in December of 2021. So who knows what's happened in these three weeks that are going to happen between now and 2022. I'm a little scared of what might happen. But you know what, we take it one day at a time. And we hope that things get better. That's at least how I'm approaching it. I hope you're feeling okay about this new year. I hope you are. Last year was weird. It was a weird roller coaster for me. So I'm hoping for some more stable, boring life this year. That would be great. Just boring everyday life. I would be okay with that. (laughs) That would be good. I wanted to record this episode because the topic of loving your body and body positivity, you know, it's something that's come up recently. It's come up in two forms. One is I've been working with this woman on my business and she, her specialty is in linguistics and her and I have conversations around, okay, like what are people, you know, what are people searching for? Like what do people want if they wanted to work with me? Because the work I do is, is very niche, you know, like people don't even know that, you know, body image coaching is, a thing. Like when I meet a stranger and they're like, "What do you do for a living?" and I tell them, they're always like, "Oh, wow. Well, that's cool." I'm like that's really important work, but like, you know, I don't think most people know that that there's someone out there that does this. That there's people out there that do this. So it's like, what are they searching for? You know, what are they looking for? And like what words resonate with them because as kelly deals says you know we're kind of like changing the culture we're creating new language for the culture and it's like how do you articulate that and so when i think about it i think a lot of people kind of the gateway like the door they open into this is like the message of loving your body or the message of body positivity i think that's kind of like a little bit of an entry point into this world and it's just interesting to me because then i talk to clients And I asked them, you know, what do you think of the words like love your body? Or what do you think of body positivity? And they think like, oh, it's great. But like, it's not for me. Like it's, there's no way I could feel that way. And it kind of just makes me feel like I should love my body and I don't. So then I just feel worse. So it's like, how do you, you know, like what language do you use? And then how do you make that like mainstream language? So... I love the term body neutrality, and that's going to be the next episode. But it's like, how do you make that mainstream, <laughs> right? Like, it's just this interesting thing. It's, i like to say it's always fun to be in this space, but it's not because it's like, it's a challenge. It's a challenge because I'm like, there's millions of people who need me in their life. And how, how do they find me? <laughs> how do I get them to find me? But anyways, that's besides the point. This is not a business podcast. This is a podcast about body image. And so what I wanted to talk about was just like the rabbit hole I kind of went down when I started to think about this stuff. And a little bit of a rant on like the mainstream messages of loving your body and body positivity. And I want to talk about why that pressure kind of results in you double downing on shame. And some of the issues with the messages around loving your body and body positivity. And then I wanna talk about what we might really mean when we say we wanna love our body. And this is kind of like a really juicy conversation that I'm excited to have with myself. (laughs) And hopefully you nod your head or give me some feedback, because I'm so curious to know. So, first, I'm gonna talk about why these messages are still way better. (laughs) The messages of body positivity and love your body, while I'm like, eeh. We can do better. I still think it's way better. You know, it's way better than like the, the Kate Moss messages of the nineties. Like, please, anything is better than that. So I'll take it. Like, I'll take that message. It's great. Like, the people who are out there touting that stuff, like, get on you. I'm not, I'm not judging you. Like, maybe the stuff doesn't resonate with me, but I'm not judging. It's still way better. So what happened was I decided to go down the rabbit hole of looking up the hashtags body positivity and love your body. And it was really interesting to do that because what I found was a lot of half naked women kind of in these sexy poses, a lot of promotion of weight loss. There was some talk of, you know, like embracing cellulite or rolls, a lot of kind of like before and after pictures, again, promoting weight loss. And so. That was a little alarming because I actually thought I was gonna see more like people embracing like rolls in cellulite, but what I found was so much weight loss stuff. Cause obviously it's just been co-opted. And I mean that's no surprise. I, I knew that was happening, but the extent of which on social media I didn't really realize. And so if you're newer to this world, like if you're like, oh, body positivity, what's that? I'm gonna go look it up. It essentially looks eerily similar to people upholding beauty standards and promoting weight loss. And that's very problematic in my mind because that's like essentially the antithesis of that message right and then there's a lot of talk about you know like loving aspects of yourself like you know I love I love my stomach or I love my cellulite and I think that that's where kind of there's a bit of an issue with how that makes people feel and I'd be curious to know just you as a person listening to this like How does that make you feel? Like if you see or hear someone say like, I love my stomach or I love my cellulite, how does that make you feel? So some of the feedback that I've heard is that it makes people feel like the expectation is impossible. So it makes them feel like there's this expectation to love their body, like that they need to love this thing that they hate that brings them so much shame. And it feels so out of reach that it's impossible. And then they feel bad for feeling that way because they say, quote, I should love my body and I don't. And so I beat myself up about that. And so that I think is where the message starts to fall apart. Oh, there, I mean, it falls apart in the social justice realm too. I, I'll touch on that a bit. But that is problematic, right? Because it ends. we end up then like double downing on shame. And I don't want to say the message is problematic. So, can I just like, can we just erase that? Cause that's not really, that's like very binary in my mind. I don't think that that's the case. I, again, I still think it's better than the norm. What I think is it lacks a bit of nuance. Let's put it that way. It kind of creates this another unrealistic expectation. It's like, okay, you know, we have to look a certain way. We have to behave a certain way. Our house has to be a certain way. And we should love ourselves. <laughs> it's like, well, God damn it. <laughs> as my friend said to me once, you've just added another thing to my growing list of insecurities and inadequacies." (laughs) So like, we don't want that, right? And so that I think is where the messaging doesn't always have the impact that it's meant to have, you know, because like the impact it's meant to have is to make us feel better about ourselves and to appreciate our bodies. And if it's actually just making people feel like they should feel a different way than they do, and there's something wrong with them because they don't, then it's not then that the impact is not really, you know, what it's meant to be. And so what I think is that we need representation, like gimme people with cellulite and rolls. I love it. I love it. I want to see bodies that look like mine or not like mine. We need representation. What I would love to see more of is having that representation without explanation or justification. So an example of that would be the TV show Trill, where there's just people with different identities, various intersections living their lives. And the focal point of the plot line Isn't their body, although part of it is because it's based on Lindy West's story. But I would say that so much more of it is about the relationships and like stuff like that. And so, like, I love to see representation. I would love to see more representation. And I think that that's like wholly important. And I think that we don't always, we just don't have to always explain it or justify it, you know? At least that's my personal opinion. Some of the better hashtags, if you're wondering, What to follow instead. I would say the hashtags of body acceptance, fat positive, fat acceptance, fat liberation, body neutrality, those hashtags are better. If you search those ones, you're going to find stuff that is really speaking one to the social justice piece of it that really um, doesn't promote weight loss. I mean, maybe there's some outliers there, but just from a general kind of scroll, I didn't see anything hugely problematic in the way that it wasn't promoting weight loss. And so, yeah, like, I think that we got to let go of this expectation that we need to love our body. We don't need to do that. We don't need to like, you don't need to love a part of your body that you've hated. Because I think what we are kind of saying, and I'm going to talk about this a little more in a bit, is that we're trying to make it about our desirability. It's like, let's make these things desirable. And let's make like let's make this like attractive. Then we're kind of feeding into the same system that's created these problems in the first place. Like we don't have to be pretty to have our value lie in who we are. And prettiness is not your power. That's something I've said before. One of the quotes from an old blog post of mine is: "I want you to not care about your body so you can do beautiful things. Like notice the beauty in the world, admire the inner beauty of others, and create beauty with your words, creativity, and acts of kindness." That is what I want to see more of. So just like people doing those things with representation in all kinds of bodies. Like, wouldn't that be cool? Gosh, how much better would we all feel if we just saw people kicking ass at life in all different kinds of bodies? And then the problem with body positivity is like, I mean, at its core, body positivity is a social justice movement that's really working towards eradicating body-based oppressions in an effort to treat all bodies equitably. It's a movement. It's about like, can we get, greater representation. Can we get, you know, medical care that's not biased? Can we work towards eliminating weight stigma systemically? You know, like all that stuff. That's really what it's about. But as it's seen on TV and social media, it's just like it gets watered down to like, we gotta embrace our bodies and we got to love our body. And so the the whole like message is like literally down the shitter sure. <laughs> for, for to be like really blunt you know it keeps the folk and now the episode's explicit <laughs> there you go my editor's like okay explicit all right so it keeps the focus on the body and the appearance versus something like body neutrality which takes the focus away from the expectation that you you know need to find yourself desirable or, or like love your body and again, I think body positivity is still better than the status quo. And there's nuance in the way that each person presents it. So I don't think there's any like this person's bad or this person's good or whatever. But I think that I would love to just again see like just see bodies without explanation. That's the bottom line. That's what I want to see. So now let's get to the juicy part of this. I want to break down the message of loving your body. This is where like, I would love to have a group of people in a room and have this conversation. And maybe I'll try and orchestrate that at some point. But what you can do is you can just message me. Let me know. I'm so curious. But so again, like one of the pieces of feedback I've heard from past clients is that they weren't really enticed by the prospect of body neutrality. Like it didn't seem that exciting. (laughs) It's like they want more they want more than that, which makes sense. So my question to you is, what do you think of when I say love your body or imagine loving your body? What do you think of when I say that? This could go a thousand different ways. So I'm going to go one way with it, and maybe it's totally different than where you're going with it, and that's totally okay. But perhaps you feel like it would mean feeling really good, right? Like that dopamine rush we get whenever something exciting happens. It's almost like if you've ever lost weight before and everyone complimented you, like that's sort of the essence of it, right? If you think about loving your body, it's like, oh, like, you know, it's almost like that feeling that you get when you lose weight and everyone compliments you. That's where I'm going with this. <laughs> Maybe you went on a different trajectory when I asked the question of what he when it, what it comes to you when I say imagine loving your body. But I think that's kind of like you know the again mainstream message of it, and it's totally normal to want to crave good feelings. Like it's normal to want that dopamine hit, and unfortunately in our culture, those good feelings are really reliant on external things. You know, they've been conflated with thinness or being attractive or achievement or control or pride. It's all very Ego driven. And I feel like because of that, in some cases, we can't imagine feeling worthy or like feeling good about who we are without those external cues to make us feel good, without loving our body. Because if we're like, well, if I don't have these external cues, like I'm not going to feel that good. But once we get to the end of this, I hope you feel differently. Because the problem is, and this shouldn't be new to you, if you've listened to anything I've said, is that when we hinge our worth on these external things, It never actually makes us feel good enough. It's like just, it's just like these little dopamine hits. It's like, it's like the slot machine. (laughs) Like it's like winning at the slot machine and then you keep playing, you keep playing and then you're winning at the slot machine. It's like these little hits, but you're never like fully fulfilled and you just want more. And so the other issue with like, imagine loving your body, right? Is that I think we often imagine looking at ourselves and judging ourselves through the male gaze. So when we do this, we're not really in our body. Rather, we're outside observers of it, looking at it through the lens of society's beauty standards. So if you think about how you feel when you love someone, like your partner, or a pet or a child, you get this intense internal feeling of love, right? So when I hear someone say like, love your body, I think like, that means I'm going to feel like the way like really feel good feeling I have when I'm like with my son or before him, one of my dog, you know, (laughs) and I think that like, we can't expect that outcome, because that's a totally different thing. Maybe we can enact the behaviors of love onto our body. So for example, like maybe we can treat ourselves with the same level of love and respect that we treat a pet or a partner or a child. but I don't think we can expect then that like kind of like emotional feeling, that emotion in return. Does that make sense? And I'm not just saying that because I'm a woman. I'm like genuinely curious because I feel like I'm going so inside my head here. <laughs> but let's break that down into kind of an example. Like, can you like think about any time in your life where you felt good in your body? And like, what made you feel that way? Or like, if you imagine kind of like the body that you think you'd feel good, good in, what makes you feel that way? It's just, it's an interesting question to kind of play with because I would wager a bet that it's perhaps hinged to something external, making you feel that way. Like, I remember this one time in my life when I actually felt that way. Like I had dieted like crazy and I went bathing suit shopping because it was, was, it was before a trip I was going on. And I remember looking in the mirror and like literally for a nanosecond, I actually liked my body. Like I remember looking at it and being like, oh my God, I worked so hard for this. But when I look at that underneath, what I was really feeling was this sense of achievement, you know? And if I look back on it now, it was this sense of pride and this feeling of gaining adoration, like this feeling of like being better. It's like, oh, I'm better than other people. Like I worked for this. And it was like, essentially it was a social currency that comes with meeting beauty standards. And I will note that that lasted about four seconds. And then I was back to never feeling good enough. So... I felt that way for like three seconds in a change room once. But I think that's what we want. Like, and I think it's normal to desire that, you know, we've been programmed that way. Like, it's in our DNA to want to be, you know, we want to be liked. We want to, we want to belong. And like our ego, like, wants to be better, you know, wants to be better than other people and like wants that social currency. And it just so happens that that's equated with appearance in our culture. And so if you've been following this, Train of thought for my mind. The bottom line is, I think that's why the notion of feeling body neutral is kind of like bleh. It's like, well, why do I want that? Like, that's not that exciting. Or this idea of like, you know, feeling worthy. It's like, well, what is that? Like, that doesn't sound like. Sign me up for that. Maybe I don't know. You know, of course we want to find ourselves attractive. Like, of course we want to love our body. Like, you know, who wouldn't? You know, it's like exciting, (laughs) but. I think what I've come to realize in doing this work for eight years is that that's not really what we want. You know, I think most of us want to be fulfilled. Most of us want a sense of peace. And so I invite you to consider that there's potentially another way that's gonna give you access to a lot more of the joy that you really want and a lot more peace of mind in the long run. And that might look like body neutrality and that might look like just kind of looking in the mirror and not really caring whether you like what you see or not. And just kind of knowing you're good enough regardless of how you look. Your life grows around you when you feel that way. And the things that you were not present in before you're able to be present in. And you're able to like make other changes in your life that you were too distracted to do because you were so fixated on your body and and that like negative frame of mind. Cuz when our happiness is dependent on how we look and like you know loving how we look, then the problem is we're not always going to feel that way. We're not always going to love how we look. Neutrality is like it's the state of peace and your appearance doesn't have that emotional charge it once had. Like you might see a picture of yourself and be like, "Oh, hey, there I am." Like cool or you might see a picture of yourself and be like, "Oh, hey, I look really cute here." And both are neutral. You know, they're not making or breaking you. Like they're just they're just there. They're just like these neutral curious observations. And I want to get this across really clear. Like this is the gateway to really feeling confident. And so being able to like, you know, decorate your body, feel secure in yourself, like maybe step outside your comfort zone a bit with your fashion because you want to. And that's what body neutrality gives you. And it's really freeing. And it opens you up to having so much more time and energy and space in your life. It really does. The next episode, I'm going to talk about body neutrality some more. But this one, I wanted to really just do this deep dive into this whole idea of like loving your body. Because for some reason, I've had about five conversations about that in the last week. And There was just something in me that was like, maybe other people want to hear this too. Maybe people want to be in on this like conversation circle that I've been having with some cool people in my life. (laughs) So I'm so curious to know, what do you think? You know, what do you think about it? And like, are you okay to let go of the notion of loving your body? Like, what do you think about body neutrality? Does that sound good enough for you? You believe you could feel good there? I do. I know you could. You would feel great be such a great sense of freedom and peace. All right, let's wrap this one. You can find all the links and resources mentioned at summerinand.com forward slash 213. I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening. Rock on.